Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, what's happening, y'all? Welcome to Dial Tuesdays, man. Human Ascension within the Tree of Life. And this week we're going to discuss spirit number five, which is Gaborah, um, the judgment, the dean, the harshness, the Mars, the passion, the anger, the fight, the war, uh, your drive, and what it means to you in this particular spirit, man. Um, I'm very, 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 very excited. Like, I'm super excited, like beyond excited. In fact, this is the most excited I can say that I have been in a very, very long time. Because great things are happening. Great things are unfolding. And part of that um, excitement, man, is this my brother, my comrade, Minister Jew, is going to be on in a second. And um, it's just always an exciting time. Uh, when I can build with this person and, and, and we can share, you know what I'm saying, information. So it, it, it makes me better, you know what I'm saying, and, and it motivates me to just keep thriving and pushing and whatnot. But, um, um, yeah, man, so it's going to be an interesting dialogue. We're going to talk about judgment today as well. And, um, you know, what is judgment and whatnot? So but before we get into all the great stuff, man, of course, visit the website, myastrologycoach.com. It's the main website. Sign up on the mailing list if you're not on the mailing list. Get up on that mailing list ASAP, all right? Um, our next event is in California, Mount Shasta Summer Solstice. In fact, the um, on the website, I got a 420 event. So if anybody interested in coming up for 420 up in Denver, Colorado, where the, where, where, where the grass is greener and you're into the marijuana industry, you just want to tour it, you ain't necessarily got to participate but if you are a smoker, uh, this is where it's at, man. This is where the Cannabis Cup is. This is where the biggest 420 event is. Denver is the Amsterdam of the West. So um, we put together a nice meditation and spiritual practice along with being able to tour the industry. So that's on the website if you're interested. Join the mailing list because I'm going to send a final email out shortly to get a head count to see if you want to come on up and make it happen. Go to the events tab, though, for the summer solstice, man, in June. We're going to be out in California, going to have an all-day workshop on Saturday, um, majority of the day on Saturday, spend a day on the town, San Francisco, Oakland, and whatnot. Sunday morning, we up Mount Shasta, which is a spiritual vortex in Northern California, man. The energy is just so hot, so righteous up there. I've been there before personally. You can Google Mount Shasta, Google images of Mount Shasta. You're going to see mysterious clouds over the mountain, and you're going to hear tons and tons of mystical stories about the mountain and the region itself. Summer Solstice, that's where we at, Mount Shasta. Register the date ASAP. Don't play yourself and try to do it all in one walk because you may have a problem. Nine times out of ten, you're going to get a countercurrent that's going to come up to try to knock you off your game and see if you're really built for this. That's your ego that's doing that, and that's a whole other story. But make it happen. You can do a monthly payment, $99, whenever you want to in increments. Just keep hitting the deposit button until you get it knocked out, all right? If you need to work out something less than that, contact us, man. We can make it happen for you because this is going to be an amazing trip. If you miss um, the radio show on Sunday, Minister Jew hosted a radio show on Sunday from the people, who everybody who participated in the spring equinox um, last week who were down in Florida and did the skydive experience. Check that show out. It was just, and listen to the energy and the happiness of the people who participated and how it has accelerated people's lives and they came home and more money was waiting for them. Why? Because they simply tapped into a positive emotion called happiness and they simply bridged their emotions with their thought or their goal through powerful meditation, collective harmony and resonance, and created what Minister Jew likes to call a laser effect. So listen to that radio show and see why you definitely should be at this next trip, all right? Um, also, mark your calendars for 420, man, coming up. 420 is the pre-release of Planets in Harmony and also the Zodiac Made Easy on iTunes. And I'll be sending out an email on that once it's official up and ready to go. So mark your calendar for that because got two new audio projects that's explaining this energy in totality on a very basic level, which we play on so you can understand it and start to work it for yourself, all right? Also on the website, under the membership tab, you'll see the Full Moon Empowerment Club. This Saturday, in fact, is a full moon coming up in Libra. It's actually a lunar eclipse, 
relationships, Libra, marriage, Libra, partnerships, Libra, close friendships, Libra, contractual agreements, Libra, full moon eclipse, moon and moon and sun in opposition to each other. The moon is the earth is actually in the middle of this opposition and therefore it's like the earth is blocking the moon from the sun, so to speak. So there's going to be some tension in the air, but where is it going to appear at in your physical life? The celestial theme says the moon is going to be in Libra, so it's going to happen in relationships. So if relationships ain't tight, you better tighten them up real quickly because the pressure is coming. And um, if you're avoiding something, don't do it because it's your unconscious mind that's going to create uh, unexpected blowout to force you to get to to force you to do what it is that you know you should be doing, all right? So join the Full Moon Club where we're going to be synchronizing our energy every full moon. Under the moon, we just do positive affirmations, and we just acknowledge and respect nature, and that's that's the motto, acknowledge and respect nature. So that's there, the Full Moon Empowerment Club. Also under the membership tab, you see that network is where you get more personal consultations, two personal reports for you every month via PDF, um, conference calls, also, this entitles you to the Full Moon Empowerment Club as well. And this is a little bit more if you need the personal guided experience and start to monitor your personal energy in the sky and how it relates to you so you can be a celestial navigator that you are. So that's the Astro Tarot Network. Also on the website, visit Cassidra's Crystal Corner on the shop tab for all of your spiritual needs, candles, crystals, things of that nature. It's, it's beautiful stuff over there. And I always say this right here. If you love candles because you want the candlelit dinner, you want the candles in the bathroom, somebody died, there's candles in the street at the vigil, there's something about the candle and the spirituality and your relaxation and happiness, check out Casilda's Crystal Corner. Also, check out Star Fusion's Bath and Body Product, the best product that you can ever have, that you will ever get. I'm telling you, this product is amazing. Natural bath and body product, so check out the Star Fusion's on that. Check out the Mystic Brain Workbook, of course, with Minister Jew and myself put together. Um, and you will see this whole dialogue that we have in is really all about the brain because it's about your perception as you go through different areas of your life. That's all we're really talking about is really the brain. So check out the Mystic Brain Workbook. And, of course, check out the Gratitude Journal, which is a journal for the whole year where you express happy emotions about your goals and stay into stay in a perpetual state of gratitude. In fact, we have a... Uh, everybody who has the journal, we got a conference call tonight because today is the end of the first quarter. So if you start in January, all of February, all of March, that's the first three months of the year. So happy first quarter, everyone. You have now completed the first quarter of the year. So you got to get your goals tight and make sure you're on point. So we got a conference call tonight dealing with that. All right. And uh, let me see if my comrade is on the line on scene yet because I know he on the beat doing his yeah yeah work doing what he do. But um, let me get started here, man. This is going to be uh, a great show. Let me see here. All right. Um, man, I was in conversation with one of the most beautiful souls that I've met in a long time. He was talking about perfection. Um, and I said, everything is perfect in this reality. And, and, you know, we're taught that there's no such thing as perfect. And in the earlier series, and if you're new to this show, just go back and start at show number one because all of the shows are numbered. But um, mm-hmm. I talked about in the show um, how when man has eaten off the tree of knowledge, um, hold on, I'm looking for the prime minister because he said he's on the line. Hold on one second, y'all. Uh, no, you're not, buddy. Uh, Jew, call call my phone so I can merge you in, man. So they must not be updating my studio joint. And we do it that way. And uh, let me see. Yeah, no, I don't see you on the switchboard. All right, hold on one second, y'all. All right, y'all, we here. You, you there, Drew? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. You, you know what, I'm going to hold back, y'all. I was going to tell you about the tree of knowledge real fast, but I know Minister Drew, he he, he working at the same time. So 
Um, just my man, man. That's why I'm excited today. And I just want to say, man, I'm beyond proud because I remember back in 2010, this dude was telling me stuff. I'm like, man, you got to share that. He was like, nah, Noble. Nah, man, I just stay in the background, man. You can go ahead and say it. I said, okay, I, I got something for this. I know how I'm going to get help. And how I baited him was we had uh, some guests come on, and I baited him as a co-host to ask questions to warm him up, and lo and behold, now he's leading Equinoxes by himself. He's doing workshops by himself. He's on radio shows. He's on popular popular, popular topics on YouTube dealing with um, God and the imagination and whatnot, man. So here he is, Minister Jew, man. I'll let you go up, man, because I know, I know you want to beat. Yeah, man, what, what's good uh, to the listening audience, man? Uh, man. You know, I appreciate that that we're on Welcome Noble. Uh, obviously, man, you know, the maturation process has been uh, it's been fun, man. To be honest, you know, uh, you you find out a lot about yourself, man, when you step into the realm of teaching people from your experience and what you gain and learn. Yeah, uh, it just it becomes fun, man. It's really a hobby for me, uh, so it doesn't never feel like work when I'm doing this type of thing, man. But uh, but I appreciate you letting me come on the platform, Tower Tuesday. I just got to recognize the genius of this dude. You know, this dude, you know, we talk about it all the time, man, and I be seeing these markers and people and this, this Mercury and Aquarius thing. This is a straight-up genius, man. This dude would take <laughs> an Eastern philosophy <laughs> and, and merge it with a Western ideology and find all the links in the chain, and then now you have Tao Tuesdays, man. <laughs> and uh, it's just a real, real, real productive show, so much so that this dude, you know, he, he on his game. You know, I've I seen some pictures, some videos he's been posting lately, and um, this guy got squirrels eating out of his hand, hanging upside <laughs> down on tree branches like a Bruce Lee. I call it. I said, man, we call the next squirrel the Tai Chi squirrel, you know, Tai Chi squirrel, you know, and that's why he's talking about the importance of being together with with things that are in nature because we we begin to harmonize, man, in our spirits with these things, man. So it's real cool, man. So y'all keep tuning in to this brother and and, and see the Jews that he got to drop because everybody can use them. But I'm going to make this quick. Uh, You know, People are learning, y'all. Like, you know, oh, your phone going in and out a little bit, Jew. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, you guys, a little better. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, um, that's perfect, right there. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so, so yeah, man. Like, I want to want to preface this because um, I'm still growing, you know, and still learning as an as an individual, as a soul, as an aspect of the creator, uh, trying to remember and awaken from this slumber as a man and return back into my divine essences, um, one with the source or whatever name oh, you, you want to give this. You're going out again, bro. Uh-oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold him up. Sorry about this, y'all. Hold on. Can you hear me better now, Noble? Yeah, right there. Whatever you're doing, like, stay right there. Don't move an inch. Oh, man, it's tough to do, but I try. Uh, so... <clears throat> Anyway, man, we're doing this show. He's he's doing this show today on judgment and um, dealing with Deborah and this fear of severity. And, you know, we're having these conversations and these dialogues. you out again, Drew. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dang, man. Hold on. I I know what I got to do. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold hold on. Hold on one second, man. Sorry, y'all. Hold on. Okay, how about now? No, that's still a little interference. Say something. Can you hear me? There you go. I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, but can you hear me pretty good now? No, is, this, is this clear? Yeah, I can hear you way better than it was. Yeah. Okay, all right. So uh, we're doing this show today on uh, Gaborah or divine judgment. And uh, we had these comments, uh, the importance of judgment and, you know, how does that apply in our day-to-day existence here? Does it hinder us to be very judgmental 
uh, about certain circumstances that we encounter. And I had an experience, uh, and I always say this, man, if the teacher has not went through the experience, it doesn't mean that uh, they're not right. Make an adjustment again, man, because it's, it's, man, it sounds like you're using, you know, it sounds like Roger Trotman. Can you hear me, man? I don't know. What's the problem? Can, can you hear me? No, nah, man. It sounds like auto-tunes. You're on your T-Pain game right now. I don't know why it sounded like that, man. Let me let me do this, though. Let me hang up and call you right back. Okay. Right. All right, yeah. Give, me, give, it, give us one second. Hold on one second. Okay, uh, hold on one second, man. We're going to get him to see if he can call into the studio. There's a three-way aspect. It's not working. I got a one, one, one. Give me a second, y'all. One second. All right, hello? Okay, go ahead, Ju. You there? Yeah, can you hear me pretty good now? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Just speak up a little bit, but it ain't no distortion, but go ahead. All right, so good. So can you hear me perfectly clear? Yeah, yeah. Seems like I heard a little glitch, but go ahead. Okay, all right, so cool. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that, y'all. You know, I don't know what it is. We had this entanglement issue Sunday. He couldn't get in on the line, and I had to merge him in, and, you you know, it is what it is, but... For the most part, man, like he said, you know, we're talking about judgment, and we had these intense conversations about just what is judgment? When is it adequate to pass judgment? Uh, and I had a I had a situation not too long ago where uh, I, I passed judgment, um, and when you get into these phenomenons of spirit, uh, you know, you're held to a different standard, man, like, you don't have as much time to 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 get the karma as we say or the lesson as we say. Things happen extremely fast, uh, to put you back in line immediately. And I just run down the scenario. Uh it was a gentleman out here and uh he was talking to somebody else and I, I knew the guy. Um, you know, he, he lives on a particular route or he used to live on a particular route. Um that I that I do my 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 day to day job at, and uh, he was talking, and he had got a brand new car, and uh, he was talking to another one of the guys out there, and you know he was real real excited, he was real real arrogant, and you know he he was making some comments about you know the new whip that he got, and in my mind, the first thing that crossed my mind, I said, oh, it's tax season, you ain't got a new whip, he charged, yada 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 yada. Now keep in mind because this is going to become important later, and 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 I'm speaking I'm speaking from my personal experience to know that um, you have to be very careful about what you run through your mind and what you say about other people, even if you just have small tad bits of information. Uh, it's 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 never suitable to pass the judgment because the same thing will happen to you. You're setting yourself up for the same type of experience. So. He had got a new charger. I don't know what year it was. Uh, one of the older models, not the new ones, but he, he he got a charger. That was a car that he got. So I'm out, and, you know, the day is going past. I thought nothing of it. I, I ran that thought through my mind. I kept going. So maybe about five or six hours later, I'm closing out on, on the route, and I'm out here, and a uh, a Chevy, it's a, it's a young man in a Chevy in his early 20s, his car was smoking on him, you know, and he had to pull over. And um, I had been practicing these imaginal techniques. And when I saw him in this disarray, I, in my mind, I saw him getting help. So I, don't, I didn't think nothing of it. I just, I just did that and I kept it moving. So I get back. I'm winding my day down and I get back to uh, my vehicle. And I drive, 
the same car that the gentleman early in the day that just bought, and I and I passed the judgment about how I think he got it in my mind. And when I got back to my car, my car would not start. Right? Same same whip that he was driving. And then it dawned on me, because mind you, at the beginning of this story, I told you that this gentleman who I had heard make this comment this morning used to stay on the route that, that I deliver on, but he no longer stays over here now. Then it dawned on me. The young man who I saw later in the day who drove the Chevy, right, same kind of whip that the previous guy had owned the Chevy too mm-hmm. before he got the charger. I knew this because I used to deliver to him every day. So in the evening when I saw the young man whose car stopped, it didn't dawn on me till I got back that the same address that I was at when I saw the young man whose car stopped on him was the same exact house who the guy who I passed the judgment on earlier in the day used to live. So he was at he used to stay at five twelve on this particular street, twelve on this particular street. The, the initial guy owns a charger, Minister Jew owns a charger, but when I got back to my charger, my car would not start. You see? So these waves of judgment, you what I'm what I'm trying to say is this in a nutshell. You will see all of these synchronicities and patterns happen so that you can be able to connect the dots as to exactly what you did. Why it happened, how it happened. When I got back to my vehicle, I, and as soon as it didn't start, I, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, Jew, this is because you allowed your ego to get in front of you and you passed judgment in your own mind. I didn't even have to say it out loud in my own mind about what I thought about somebody else's experience, right? And it, and it wasn't elation, it wasn't happiness. I was literally hating. That's what I was doing at that moment. I'm going to be very honest. In my mind, when, when I really analyze it for what it is, right, I, I had a moment where I became uh, a, attached to my lower attributes, right? So when that happened, when I got back to my vehicle, it hit me. And I said, Jew, you know better. And because you know better, you're being, you're, now you're having to deal with this same type of situation that's similar in pattern based upon what you just passed on another individual. So, I mean, my car wouldn't say nothing. No lights wouldn't come on, nothing. So I called Noble up. I said, Noble, man, you won't believe what just happened, and I'm running the whole story down to him. And I said, now let me tell you this. I said, when I get this car started and I go take it to the shop to see if it's my battery, that's because it wouldn't start, I had to get a jump. I said, when I go, you know they're going to tell me there's nothing wrong with my battery, right? I said, this ain't number spirit exactly coming through like, yeah. I said, I said, it ain't going to be nothing wrong with my car. I said, I know it's not. I said, when I get there, they're going to tell me, man, ain't nothing wrong with your battery. Sure enough, I pulled up to get my battery checked. He put the cables on to see what was going on with the battery. His battery's reading great condition. Nothing wrong with the battery at all. Right. And every you day since that, problem, my car, been, I never had the problem. It just starts right on up. But that's how the spirit will move through and show you by example, right, when you start to slip out of your the holier parts of your psychology, right, and, and you start to pass judgment or render judgment on somebody else's expression or experience that has literally nothing to do with you, this whole thing is a holographic mirror. You are putting out this energy, and you're going to receive it back. You know what I mean? So it's always best to think the highest of people. And if you ain't, if you have nothing good to say, you know it's old saying: don't say nothing at all, don't have the thought at all. You know what I mean? So, um, and you know, we, we when we dialogue about this, I said, man, no, it makes so much sense because if we look at this thing, I always like to compare my psycho spiritual experience to what happens to me in this physical three D world, so that I can get a better understanding with it dealing with these laws of correspondence. And I we were dialoguing a couple Sundays back, and I'm like, man, no, well, let's look at it this way. When somebody goes to court, you know, when you got a situation going on in the court, because you know what happens in the courtroom, you got, it's going to be some judgment rendered in the courtroom, right? When you go into these places, right, if I am not attached to or the uh, case being brought forth to be interpreted by a judge and be adjudicated on 
either by my peers, whatever, whatever, right? The first thing they're going to tell me is, if you're not a party to this case, what the hell are you doing in the courtroom? It's real simple. If the if you're if it's a situation going on that is not involving you directly or cannot have an effect on you indirectly, right? And it's just a bunch of gossip or a bunch of lonely thoughts that you're thinking about someone else for for no apparent reason other than you can, right? Then you are setting yourself up for failure. You know what I mean? You're setting yourself up to be um to experience those same thoughts or ideas that you had because you had really nothing to do with the situation at hand. You don't know what went into that, uh, that, that, that cake mix. You have really no idea. So even when you think you got a little bit of information about something, right, or in somebody's situation, and you start to run these ideas and thoughts to your mind about, you know, they shouldn't have done it like this, or they wrong for thinking like that, or why would you? Why would they even do that? And it has no direct effect on your personal desires or what you're trying to achieve. Then you need to stay as far away from it as possible because quantum is responding always to two things, and they tell you this in the audio story beautifully. It responds to words, to hootie, right? Thoughts, things that you write down, et cetera, et cetera, and it responds to my eye. Um, reciprocity, balance, justice. These are the two deities that were inside of this quantum field before anything was brought into existence, i.e. Ra. So whenever you start to speak and think things and associate it in your mind and create imagery in your mind about what it is that you're seeing and then you put quotations behind what it is that you're seeing in your mind and it's out of balance or it's no maya there and you're just doing it just because, you're going to send out quantum waves that are going to show up in your reality to match just what you were passing judgment on. It might not be as immediate as it happened to me because some of us are not familiar with these concepts, but when you get into these scriptures, they tell you, man, when you become learned and you know these things, you are held to a higher standard, and these effects happen to you almost instantaneously like Godspeed. So that's the piece that I wanted to offer the family from my own experience, man, and learning that lesson so that I, I can recognize and catch my own consciousness when I find myself slipping there. And it's something that we all have to work on because we live in the West, and it's predicated upon opinions and judgment and yada, 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 yada. So we have to be very, very, very mindful of the things that we're running through our mind, self-dialogue, and the imagery that we're associating with it, and try to make it a happy, beautiful experience for yourself, man. So with that, man, I'm just going to tune in and listen to the rest of the show. <clears throat> That's what it is, man. You were you it was fifty feet. So I I didn't want to interrupt you, but sometimes I heard you and we didn't. I think what we could do, and it'd be good anyway, because we ain't done it in a while, Joe. We check the calendar and see if we do a conference call and replay this thing again, and let's like see if we can set it up maybe for Friday night, a nice nice little Friday mm-hmm. night build, and um, mm-hmm. we do it that way. So we'll let y'all know. So definitely stay by your email. And go to the website. Let me do this too, no. Well, let me let me do this too. Because some people might have heard me. I know, Lisa. I know you on the line because I got a text from you, Lisa. If you could, if you heard everything that I said, Lisa, could you please text me to let me know so that way we know the listen audience, the listening audience at least heard it because it might just be a bad connection (laughs) between me and your phone. So, Lisa, if you heard everything that you said, text me and let me know, and then that way we can have some confirmation and some assurance that the people actually heard it. Right, right, right. I was actually clearest that I heard you. And I know that happens in the playback sometimes would be perfect. You know what I mean? Playback would be perfect. But um but yeah, if not y'all, if it if it was a little distorted, don't worry about it because we're gonna we'll come right back on a conference call and uh we we'll do a live session right then and there, man. But um, what I was saying that was excellent, man. That was an excellent personal story. And what I was saying earlier y'all about uh, perfection and understanding that everything is perfect. See, when you say that nothing's perfect, ain't, ain't nobody perfect, ain't nothing perfect, then we we are going to have, and, and if you believe in God, I'm going to take the premise that you believe in the higher power, then we're going to have to settle on God is not perfect. And if we're going to settle on that, that's fine, but that's a great conversation. If God is perfect and God created everything, then we have to say that all is perfect. See, that's that Western thing, man, that I, I, I disagree with in that sense because, and that was the key that I was talking about, on one of the shows in this series talking about the whole tree of knowledge of good and evil, and that was the tree of duality, 
whereas the other tree was the tree of life. It wasn't the tree of life and death. It was the tree of just pure life. didn't have no duality. You will surely die when you eat off the tree of duality. So the, the whole concept was once you started to literally program your brain with wrong, that became things that are wrong is not good for you. It's fearful. It's stressful because you don't like it. It's wrong. You understand what I'm saying? And that is a no-no when you do that because that starts to just set your brain up for failure in a sense, all right? Because once that wrong reality is impressed upon you, it automatically throws your body, which is your chemical state, into the other side of the equation, which is the fear, the anger, the stress, and those type of things, all right? So you have to get the viewpoint of, it's all good. Now, I'm not telling you good as you have to indulge in it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I remember as a kid, like, peas are good. They're just not good for me. That's the difference of me taking the stand. Uh, I can't stand those nasty green peas. Don't feed me that and getting mad over because you got it on my type thing. That's just not good for me. So it's good for some people. It's just not good for me because the truth of the matter is, guess what? What we perceive to be wrong is actually good to somebody else. Perception of it versus you just taking it in and classifying it as straight wrong because that's when the death process kicks in. That was the mystery of that particular thing. So welcome to Gaborah, the fifth sphere on the tree of life. This sphere is very, very real and it corresponds to the planet Mars. In our earthly reality, the best physical war machine on the planet, i.e., the United States of America Armed Forces, operates within a five-sided geometrical building called the Pentagon. Now, I really want you to ponder on this. The warmongers on Earth think and plan war 24 hours, seven days a week, do so from five-sided building called a pentagon. Think about that for a minute. Marinate. War is being mastered on the physical plane from a building in the shape of a pentagon, dealing with the number five. Okay? Now, watch this, Minister Jew. The Pentagon itself was inspired by medieval times from forts called, check this out, Jew, Star Forts. Google it. Star Forts. Okay? These were ancient earth forts in medieval times to protect from cannons and, 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 and oppositional armies that they actually created them in the formation of stars. I'm not making this stuff called star force. That's where the Pentagon gets the concept from. All right? So war and stars are connected. And this is why the spirit world came back through the spirit of film, and you love Star Wars so much, which just so happens to be uh, the number 16 out of the top grossing films for me. Peaked at number two. Look at that math, Jew. And it sits at the number three for highest gross films from, for inf- what they call inflation, from 1977. That's some special numbers in there that I ain't going to even get into. But today, we're going to speak on judgment and, and why are you so darn sensitive and always screaming, only God can judge me. Don't judge me. And the question I have is, when someone gives you excellent advice from your perspective, that becomes wisdom. Like, hey, bro, you shouldn't touch the stove because you're burning yourself. Oh, well, thank you, man. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Right? But the moment someone says something in a way that you don't like, like, hey, man, you shouldn't do that, man, because that, you, that you, why you got to judge me? So what, what's, what's this thing all about? So as I say, man, stop the bull crap and this new age stuff. It, it got to stop. And what I'm saying is, first, let's define the term so we can know how we are processing in this and discussing this particular term called judgment. Um, when you look it up, I like what I got back on Google, so I use it. Two definitions. One is physical and one is spiritual. The physical definition is the ability to make considered decisions or come to a sensible conclusion. I like that. The other one is a misfortune, calamity viewed as divine punishment. Oh, I so love that. All right. So we got two definitions of judgment. All right. Now, I wrestle with this and why people are so afraid of judgment in our reality. Um, uh, in our reality, Minister Jew and Pooh's reality, the moment that we are in question about something, I promise you, the answer will appear in both of our realities about the same thing. 
that's why I'm saying why I'm so excited about this, um, so excited about this radio show is because for my daughter, um, periodically, um, she will, all right, I'm breaking up now. Thank you. Um, per- periodically, um, she'd be like, is you your real brother? And I'd be like, realer than that, because the things that we experience is technically what Einstein called spooky action at the dis- at a distance when you understand quantum physics and what they call quantum entanglement, okay? And, and it, it happened like, you know, simple stuff, man. It's like real simple stuff. Uh, um, you know, simple, I mean, like like I bought a pair of shoes, and, and next day he ended up buying the same pair of shoes, and I didn't even tell him I bought a pair of shoes. It'd be stuff like that, all right? It happens all the time, all right? So it's something that transcends space and time in a sense. And when in question about something, and like like the prime minister was saying, when you're on this frequency of God so much that you're you're held to a higher standard because your magnetism increases, and the things that you start thinking about, you start to draw that experience to you much faster. And the moment that I'm pondering about this, it, it came to me through an experience of, of consulting with someone. I talk about this judgment thing um, because the question, you know, why are you judging me? You know what I mean? Judgment is to me. Judgment is not when someone makes a statement about someone's actions, and not not in totality. All right. Um, um, what I'm gonna say is, it's when you make a decision about someone else, and you leave out the possibility that they cannot obtain a other option in the problem. So let me give you an example. Let's just say Minister Jew is an alcoholic. Not true. The man don't even drink. Never drunk a day in his life. Minister Jew is an alcoholic. And I don't want anything to do with him ever in life because he's an alcoholic. Therefore, I condemned him to a place in my mind, which is, remember, this is the key. Because remember, judgment is the ability to make considered decisions. All right? So this, on a physical plane, it's a mental aspect. All right? So what I just did, I want to mess with you, he's an alcoholic. I condemned him to a place in my mind where he is incapable of showing recovery. So when I mentally make an assessment in this opinion, because that's what it is, and this opinion is stated as a fact that negates the free will of a person, Jew's ability to become better, that is mental judgment. Okay? So when you mentally make an assessment and you take away the fact that a person has the ability of free will, okay, you take away their free will, in your opinion, that becomes judgment. All right? Now, on the spiritual side of this, and maybe we can engage in it if we have time. Um, in fact, I'm going to save it and whatnot. I'm going to save it. But the fifth sphere is where you make righteous gangster choices. And these are some very hard choices that involve anger. The lower level of the sphere is anger. And you have to be real careful because here your cells that are used to anger will start to broadcast a signal in your aura that calls for another person to enter your space and thus a conflict will start. That would be very, very important. you got to see the visualization with that. You're feeling angry. Your cells in your body responding to this anger, to this chemical, and then they start spinning because cells spin. They start spinning and broadcasting an angry signature in your body. This is why you feel angry. This is now... It's coming out in your energy field that's around your body that's invisible aura. Your aura is broadcasting these light particles because you're, 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 if you go ahead and rub your feet on the carpet and touch a piece of metal, you're going to shock yourself, right? So you are light without a shadow of a doubt. You are light. So the light around you starts to broadcast a signal of angry light. And therefore, you will attract, because electricity is highly magnetic, you will attract someone else who has an angry light in them, and then you will start to fight. Do you understand? So you got to be real careful, because remember, last week we got into the sphere of light itself in the sun. And the week before that, we was in relationships. So relationships, when you get together with somebody, both of you are intellectual, of your emotions, you know where you're at on earth, you go into the spirit of the sun where it's nothing but life force, energy itself. you got to understand pure light in this realm of reality because it is the light of the sun that is giving everything life. you got to understand light. Now, once you leave this spirit, you're here on the dark side, to understand the dark forces of light. 
All right? So here is the state of being. This state of being is is, is very addictive, very addictive. you got to be real careful with this particular state because it's so addictive <laughs> because it rules the is Mars, right? It's Mars. Mars rules um, sexual passion. And I'm being told I'm breaking up. But it, it's cool. I'm going to try to get it real fast and, and go back and listen to it. If it's messed up, then I ain't going to worry about it. We'll do a conference call. We get this information out. But um, Mars is is sexual passion. All right? So we we don't come on, church. We got to talk about it. It's, it's sexual passion. And this state, and, and we already know how addictive that is. All right. So I'm telling you this from experience. It's like it's like we got this saying where from the waist down it's all good, but when you go to the head aspect, you know this 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 that's not too well. But it's interesting because the head is actually governed by Mars and astrology. When you understand the planetary rulership of the of the human body, all right. And this is a state where you can't reach peace because the fifth sphere on the left side of the tree is the side of this severe energy. Right now, it's interesting because you have two words for judgment. The first is effect, all right, and the other is dean. Dean is the title of the fifth sphere. Now, watch how the real mystical Hebrews thought back in the day. These dudes was on some super duper numerical science to get you to understand concepts. All right, now. The first time that the word judge meant judgment appeared was in Genesis 18, verse 19, chapter 18, verse 19, in respect to um, the Lord appearing to Abraham before he about to go ahead and smoke out the city of Sodom, Gomorrah, all right? The first time that it is actually used. Now, Shaphat has a numerical value of, 389 in Hebrew. But I told you there's two words for judgment. The other word is called Dean. Okay? Dean has a numerical value of 64. Now, when you're doing this kind of work, this is a perfect example. When you're doing this kind of work, and if you're into what we call geometria, understanding numerical values of words, then you're trying to come up to a hidden conclusion of what the, what the ancients was trying to say. Everybody gets stuck in this realm of, oh, 389 plus 64. No, don't do that all the time. Subtract the two things from each other so you can understand the energy of space that exists in between the two. I discovered that when I looked at Adam, who equals 45, and Eve equals 19. When you subtract that, you get 26. 26 is the sacred name of the creator the secret name of what you call Yahweh. So God is the invisible force that exists between man and woman. You know it as, damn, girl, you look good. It's called attraction. That electromagnetic force of energy that you feel when you look at her and when you look at him and it gets you all aroused up, that feeling that she ain't even touching you, he ain't even touching you, but that feeling that you're getting, that energy that exists between you, that is what. So don't add things all together because when you add two things, you make a new creation. If you subtract two things numerically, you find out the energy point that's in between them. You follow me? So don't be afraid to subtract. Don't be afraid to multiply as well. Right? So watch this. Shafet, one word for judgment equals 389. The other word for judgment, Dean, equals 64. If I subtract the two, I get 325. Now, check this out. Now, I told you Dean has a numerical value of 64. However, that's the short value because the letter noon, the last letter in Dean, which is the letter N, has a numerical value of 50. But when it's at the end of a word, it has a numerical value of 700. So if I take the long route and say, okay, since it's at the last of the, at the, last of the um, word, then I will have 714 will be the value. So let me take 714 and subtract 389, which is Shafet. 714, which is the long form of Dean, minus 389, which is Shafet, equals 325 again. So when I take the short term, the short term of Shafet 389, 
subtract the short way of being 64, I get 325. But when I take the long way of being 714 and subtract the short form of Shafet 389, I come back to the same number, 325. You think that's a coincidence? Absolutely not. That is not a coincidence. That's a hidden mathematical riddle. So you got to remember, in the book of the Bible, there is a whole book called Numbers. You have to understand the science of numbers to get into the spiritual form. To really grasp what's going on in, in your earthly reality, you have to understand the concept of numbers. And you know it through your cultural expression because let me give somebody your phone number without me telling you, you're going to have a hiss fit. You're going to pitch a beat. Gonna, I mean, you're going to like it, right? So numbers are very important to your psychology, very important, all right? Now, the question becomes, what is 325? And I'm going to give you a little bit of what 325 is because when I came back to this, and I wrote this down in my book a while ago, but when I came back to this, I didn't see it then and I see it now. I said, oh, no, I can't necessarily share that particular aspect because there's a way that you can actually, we know it through experience. There's a way that you get on the phone with the spirit world and create judgment down in this place. And it got everything to do with this spirit right here, clearly. All right? So, um, 325 is the sum of all numbers 1 through 25. What do you mean 1 through 25? Well, I say 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 5 plus 6 plus 7, and I do that all the way to 25. That equals 325. And that becomes what we call the magic square of Mars. 325 is the magic square of Mars. Okay? So, what the ancients did was they assigned a number to a particular planet. And then once they had the number, they then took the number and made a name go to a number. That's how you create a spirit. <laughs> See, you can actually create a spirit if you can create a god. Man, it's all the time. The sun god name is Amin-Ra. Okay, the next dynasty come in and say, nope, this god is going to be called Atun. Nope, okay, the next god is going to be Ra. You can do it all the time. You can create a concept of god. It's a concept, Okay and create concepts of spirits that harmonize with particular forces as well. So it's very interesting because 325 is an intelligence named Graphiel, like a graph, Graphiel. Graphiel is one of the names that we have on what we have it on our galactic activation medallion, all right, because we understood the March energy a very long time ago. In fact, when we came out with the medallion, the spirit world came behind us, and create a movie called John Carter, which was about what did John Carter do? It was a dude who was jumping. He he was in Arizona, and he ended up going over to Mars, all right? So it was something about Arizona, which is Sedona, which is red. It is the red, uh, what they call it, the red sand dunes, and you got the, the red stones, and then Mars is known as the red planet, all right? So that whole area of the United States anyway the Grand Canyon deals with the moon catastrophic event where the part of the Earth, which is now the moon, got rendered from the from the Earth and went up into the sky. The Earth dropped down a little bit in this orbit, and that became the moon. All right. So anyway, there's this particular intelligence that works with this particular force when you're understanding this. All right. So I'm not going to get a little bit more into it because it, it requires me to go into the spiritual side. But when you understand this particular force, because I, I, I'm going to say it like this. Let's look at this. When you look at Shafet, right, look at it's exposed to three letters in Hebrew, Shin, Pei, which is the letter P, as in Peter, and Teth, which is the letter T, all right? Now, in Hebrew, we assign letters to zodiac signs and planets, okay? Because they rep each letter represents a cosmic force in reality. Shin is fire. The second letter Pei is Mars, and the last letter Teth is Leo. Leo is a fire sign. So we got fire, Mars, Leo. So what we really have is in Mars rules Aries, which is a fire sign. So what we really have is fire, fire, fire. That's judgment. Fire. Now. The reason why I'm going to conceal some of this at this particular time is because it is a known fact that we can do a meditation. And when we do a collective meditation, elements will start to conform to our will. So I'm going to make it real plain. 
there's a time that we actually did meditation and lightning struck and hit a particular location. All right? Literally, lightning, which is fire from the sky, came down. So this particular spear right here, this particular spear right here on the on the gangster side of reality, again, corresponds to the Pentagon. It corresponds to a statue of Mars that is on the U.S. Capitol building, the place where they make United States federal laws. Google imaging. God, Mars, U.S. Capitol building and watch you see a statue of Mars on the right-hand side of the doorway before they enter their temple to make laws. So they got to respect for cosmic laws before they even go handle their earthly business. And it's, in this regard, they have a respect for Mars. It is a very gangster energy. If you want a homework assignment, go back and look at the list of United States wars and see what day that they launched a campaign on and watch you find a nice string of wars was initiated on Tuesday. I always had this joke. You you strike United States before, you strike United States at any time. On Tuesday, they come to kick your ass. All right? They're gonna, that's when they're going to attempt to get you on Tuesday. It's about to be a rumble in the jungle for real. All right? Because that's a respect for the cosmos when you're tapping into that particular frequency. But let's bring it down into ourselves and how we tap into this energy. Now, put it on a mundane level. The highest level of it on a personal level is really talking about uh, a sexual regeneration and a crazy amount of masculine gain, ambition, energy. It is your drive, okay? It is your drive. And the Tao, we call this, this is yang energy. It's masculine energy. It's outgoing energy, okay? The best way you can work with this energy is learning how to apply the active side of it where it has to be physically exhausted is the key. So it's like physical exercise, on the bike, working out. It's it's it's, it's masculine like that, okay. On more on the warrior side of it, um, that's something that we have to discuss privately, in a sense. You know what I mean when we get together because it's serious. It, it really is. It's really that serious. So, so that I I mean I gotta salute the thought forms that come in and you know like hey let's create a pentagon. Well we're gonna create a pentagon because we're going to mock the ancient medieval times because they were creating what they call star forts and whatnot. And you know that would just cabalistically respond to everything starts to line up in this universal aspect. We're talking about the biggest, baddest, best war machine has ever done it. You know what I'm saying? is really rooted inside of a celestial star knowledge, right? So, um, again, to back it up and whatnot, judgment, man, judgment, be careful on casting your opinions because our minister shared a perfect example. When you do that, um, it, it comes back into your reality, and it can be the very, very same thing that a person was experiencing. So, in other words, when the prime minister was sharing that, it made me think, like, wow, so... It's not necessarily judgment when the person invites you in and say, hey, bro, I mean, I'm going through something, man. What you think about this? Let me seek your opinion for this. So it's not judgment at that particular point. You got to be very, very, very careful on how you lend your mental energy. But most importantly, I saw through a personal experience, try your best to, you know, you can make a hypothesis, right, which we call an educated guess. So if I use the example that minister do with an alcoholic and and I'd be like, man, I'm going to get this dude this money, but I know he's going to go drink it away. And I very well may be right, right? However, I don't want to cast a judgment that says, I ain't never in my life going to mess with this dude ever because he's a no good alcoholic. What I just did was, in my mind, I put him into a place where I say he will forever be, forever. He will forever be in that place, which means I took away his ability. In my mind, I took away his ability of free will. The promise to say something to me that I'll never forget. He said, Noble, the only wrong that exists in this world is when you take somebody's ability to make a choice. When you take the ability away from them to make a choice, that is wrong. 
And I said, bingo, damn, you're right. That is it. What, what, what is wrong with, more wrong than that? All right? So that's the aspect of judgment. This thing really gets deeper, but, um, you know, I'm sorry. I, I, this right here is for the entertainers. I just had to give you the external um, parallels for you to see it in its height and its glory. Looking at the global chessboard on the real world should be looked at, and understanding and respecting how that power is accumulated. All right, but more on the mystery, on the mystical side of this particular sphere, it has to be talked about in this in house. All right, again on the immediate level, watch your anger, watch the things that that arouse you that way because that can become a very addictive state. And the planet Mars is very real. This is the one that this is the one that does stupid stuff. Me and Doobie cracking up like like oh somebody did an accident, somebody gets shot at these type of things. You know it's this planet. And it's just so real that without it, it really kind of be like no fun. It's kind of like a sinister fun type of thing that's going on in, in the cosmos and whatnot. Because he plays the devil's advocate very good. Mars is known as the great novelistic king Saturn, but Mars is the one that that brings that, bring that, put that heat on you. With that, so um, it's a good barometer to see where you're at in your personal magnetism when this energy, this particular planet, is at a certain position in sky in reference to where things were, planets were, when you were born, all right? And the moment that you expect, because this is a thing, nobody wakes up and say, hey, I want to be mad today. I want to fight you today, unless you're a professional fighter, of course. But, you know, in, in when it comes to the aspect of who wants to be mad at the person who you love, it makes no sense. You understand what I'm saying? Or this unexpected thing, like, like to make you mad. It's not something that you planned on doing. So when the Mars vibration comes through and you don't have the negative experiences that it naturally brings that tells you something about your own personal magnetism and where you're at currently in the evolution of your own attitude. Very important. Very important. If you can roll through smoothly through that, you're doing great in life. All right. If it got you, it just shows you, hey, where you need to go. Now, it don't mean that's a bad thing because you got angry. I'm not saying that. Let me be very clear because it's about balance in this world. There's certain natural disasters that take place that is absolutely necessary. It's necessary. The volcano has to erupt, forward has to get burned up because a certain amount of temperature will release the seeds in the pine cones so they can release the seeds into the ground and grow all over again. It, it, it's the build and destroy process. It's a natural process. What I'm more concerned about is when you're having the experience unexpectedly slash against your free will. That's what I'm more concerned about because you sought out to have this experience, but you're getting something that is completely opposite that you do not wish to experience. That's what I'm talking about. The experience itself is natural, but when you don't want to have the experience, that's what I'm talking about. How do you have what you want in this world, all right? So I'm going to conclude with that, man. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the quality of this audio. Thank you to the website, myshawdicoach.com. Join the mailing list. Please join the mailing list and check out everything I mentioned earlier. If you just now got on, go to the events tab where you see us for the summer solstice. We'll be in California, Mount Shasta for a great, great, great time. Get the Mystic Brain Workbook, Cassandra's Crystal Corner for all your little spiritual um, knickknacks that you need, the candles, the crystals, and so forth. Star Fusion Bath and Body Product is there. Full Moon Eclipse is coming up. Need to do a show on that in itself because that's real. In fact, I got to do an MP3 for the network member. But Astral Tarot Network is there. The Full Moon Club member, is, uh, Full Moon Club is there as well, where we get together on the Full Moon and do positive affirmations, light a candle, and just get in sync with the universal law. So check us out at iastrologycoach.com. And Prime Minister, if you're still here, man, you can close us out, bro. Oh, man. Um, you know, I'm going to say this, man, that <clears throat> this fear right here is a very, very personal fear. Um, for a lot of the work that we've done in the past three years, uh, and that we've you know that we've took people on these trips and showed them the power of the sphere, um, so <clears throat> really, 
uh, I, I think is best served because it's such a powerful energy here, um, but it is very, very severe. And the reality of it is times the information in this particular region is too dark for the user. So it it would have to be uh, explained in thorough detail for those who really, really want to see what the side of Gabora and this Martian energy represents when you're dealing with divine yeah. judgment. That's exactly what it is. So, man, no, we get together, put something together, and uh, anybody who was listening to this show who wants to see it, because we can flow a lot freer, you know, off these wavelengths and, and discuss it uh, in detail for those who are ready, you know what I mean, to understand how to how to utilize it. But, um, you know, with that said, man, I, I just say, you know, go back, listen to the show again, um, and see what, what, whatever you can get out of it, man, and apply it, uh, especially uh, the opening when I was speaking about judgment. Be very, very mindful of how you're engaging people in your mind. Uh, it's, it's really not even really what you say to somebody else. It's just what you're saying in your own being about somebody else or what you're feeling in your own being about somebody else, uh, just be real careful about that and, and, and try to keep it as try to keep it as thorough as possible, man, you know. So with that man, that's pretty much it, man. Yes, Astrologycoachman dot com. And um, you know, just stay with us, man. Sign up on the email the mailing list, put your emails in, man, so that you know, we can send things to you, man, when we got stuff going on, online presentations, uh trips, whatever, man, you know, so that's pretty much it, man. That's what it is. All right, family. We get what you say by your email, and we let you know if we have to redo this show. So thank you for listening. Share with a friend. Peace.